This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You guys know I like to bring in positive, uplifting stories from time to time. Yeah. To help boost the mood of the community. You guys know I like to bring positive <laughs> stories. Sometimes people mock me, but I still persist. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Go ahead there, Eeyore. <laughs> bring up the mood in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I found a story about a man in Alabama who was doing something that was absolutely wonderful. Okay. And I am telling this story because I'm a good-hearted person, and I want to share something positive, and I have no gain from this at all. Good. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> a man who passed away in Alabama is now being celebrated after his neighbors found out he had been secretly going to the pharmacy every month and giving them $100 to help out anyone who couldn't pay for their medicine. Oh, wow. wow. Apparently, he was in the pharmacy at some point and huh. saw someone who didn't have enough money for their medicine. Okay. He walked over to the clerk and gave her a $100 bill, said, I want to remain anonymous, um, but I would like for, I'm going to bring back $100 every month, and you use it when someone like this has a problem. Now, that's an extreme way of paying it forward right there. Right. And it would have been a secret to day, except for he told his kids about it at some point. Of course, okay. they're, I mean, he was 80 when he died. They're probably in their 50s or 60s. But they decided to share that story with us. Okay. And they, they said it always made them want to be a better person. And so they shared it with everyone else in the hopes that it might inspire somebody else to be a better person. Or the pharmacist pocketed the money every month <laughs> and no, never paid for one no. prescription. I was thinking that too, but I didn't want to be the one to admit it. So thank you. You're welcome. Wow. <laughs> you guys play both sides. Very <laughs> negative on yeah. a positive story. We don't know the pharmacist. Well, they uh-uh. actually have the pharmacist who talks about him coming in every Aww, month. And she see? said that they used it for the people. Did she pull up in her new Jaguar? <laughs> don't you guys feel bad? They no. don't, apparently. Honestly, you should. Yeah, you should. I mean, there's I so much I mean, negativity in the world right I now. Trying to share a positive story. One positive story here. He's trying to help us out. You're right. She didn't buy a Jaguar. Okay, thank you. It was you. a Mercedes. <laughs> wow. Is it possible that you think that she might have just taken the money and set it aside when someone came in and they needed extra money? Like That's her? very nice of her. Mm-hmm. It's uh-huh. like, you know, you take a penny or whatever. <laughs> a little tray right there with a $100 bill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do that, actually. Yeah. I'll just give the, at, at the convenience store near my house, I'll just give them, a, you know, some change. And we'll I'm see. like, I'm sure I'm going to need some pennies up and you know, down the road. Oh, I'm going to do a story about you next, yes. kid. You're <laughs> as good as this person. I, I do like to give back. 
Apparently. <laughs> yes. Uh, apparently, Brooke Walker was the owner of Geraldine Drugs, which was the little um, drugstore there on the corner of their community in Alabama. And as I said, I have nothing to gain by this. I just wanted to share this That's story. Cool. And I also want to let everyone know that my pharmacy is Costco. And you feel free to do the same thing there if you ever want to. There it is. I kept wondering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to bring in some good vibes and you just brought it back down. We're over here being positive and you're trying to make this all about you. I missed the positive part <laughs> where you guys were making it positive. It, it would not surprise me, though, if they had a tip jar here soon because every place you go has got a tip jar. <laughs> Might as well have it at the pharmacist, too. Well, that's yeah. different. <laughs> a tip jar is for the people know, working there. I know, but still. You have a tip jar. Tom, I know no one's going to do that. No one's going to walk into I just a pharmacy. Didn't understand. And no one's going to go to a pharmacy. Because I thought of a different way to do it. No one's going to go in and go, you know what? I want to buy Tom's you know, pharmaceutical You don't know that. For him this month. I heard he shops here at Costco Pharmacy. And could you pay for his, uh, <laughs> was it your flat feet medicine or what is it? Yes. Your IBS medicine? Uh, it's my restless leg medicine. Was, okay. I'll go get my tip jar and I promise I'll use it for you. Y'all can start putting money in it now. And I'll just save it for you. Why would I put money in my own tip jar? Because I'm going to give it to you. She's, she's dumber than I, I. She thinks I'm dumber than I am. Apparently, <laughs> I can see it now. Me going in trying to give a pharmacist a hundred, I'll be arrested for trying to buy illegal yeah, drugs yeah. without a prescription. And then you'd be on the news for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was just trying to give back. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was having you guys do it. Um, don't try to. You know what? Don't try to encourage us anymore, Tom. This has not been good. Well, it didn't even. You didn't even let me try. I mean, the moment I brought it up, they were negative. Well, but still, at the end, you had a little twist there where you wanted to get something out of it. Man, you need some help, too. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I'm... I, I, you, I, I will being, never, you? ever try to do anything positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, the less your significant other speaks, the better off your relationship. Or I could even say the less your spouse speaks, the better your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing you need to know about the person you're dating is, are they a talker and does that make them feel connected or are they the silent type and don't talk as much? You might have to adjust your behavior to connect with that person. Wow. It seems to me like you should be able to figure that out pretty early in the dating process. Well, sure. I mean, I remember sitting down with my wife, we were having dinner and I thought to myself as she was drinking her third glass of wine, that for our marriage to be successful, she was going to need to have a good, steady access to wine. Oh, well, okay. Because I think that's the only way she could put up with me. Well, you know, also, though, you got couples that have been with each other for years, and they don't talk as much anymore. Mm -hmm. Could that be a problem? Well, you've you've said everything. Well, (laughs) you have nothing else to say to her or him. Cheers, Tom. That's how I get through the work. Okay. Anyway, and I, I got a friend, and he was talking about, he was on his first date with his wife now. They're married. And they went for a drive, and he's a talker. And that's the way he connects, and he likes to have the conversation. And he's like, you know, this time, he was going to just wait and let her start the conversation. Well, they get in the car on this little long drive, and 10 minutes went by, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and nothing. She didn't say anything. And he was getting so fired up. He said, I cannot believe that we're not even having a conversation here. He's getting so upset about it. Well, they get to their destination, and she's like, you know what? This has been such a great experience. I just really enjoyed this drive, just looking out the window, seeing the farmland. And he was about to let her have it. 
And he realized that, wow, she just likes to drive in silence. If that ain't me and my husband, but reverse, okay. I believe he could go a full day without speaking a word. Uh-huh. I, however, can't go 30 seconds. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> my wife and I drove to Spartanburg once and like, after we'd just been talking a minute or two, we quit talking. And I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to say. <laughs> and we get there, and she goes, isn't it nice that we can just ride somewhere together and not feel the need to talk the whole time? And I was like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the silence between two people are usually the real indicator of a good relationship. They say if you're frantically trying to fill up the silence, uh, that clearly shows that you've got feelings of uneasiness and that you you know, may not be the best person for you if you're always, I got to fill up, there's so so much silence here and it feels uncomfortable. But that might just be your personality too. Yeah, it's not that I have to, I just have a lot to say. Well, you do, yeah. (laughs) People in healthy relationships are able to sit in silence without feeling awkward or uncomfortable. They don't assume that the other person is angry at them. They're just holding it in. They say there's nothing wrong with that kind of relationship. If you're good at that, there's no problem. I can't even sit by myself in quiet. I'll start talking to myself. You really do. I do. I'll be like, you know what? I forgot to get that 20 out of my pocket the other day. I know, Tori. Isn't it crazy? (laughs) You get on your own nerves? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) I think it's also, if you've been with someone a while, you learn it. But when you're early in the relationship, you need to be chatting a lot or else it feels awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're putting pressure on people. No, I'm saying oh, when what? I when I first started dating someone, I would be like, man, this is awkward. We're not talking. Once you get to know them better, it's not as weird. Well, the study found that a conversational lull can actually benefit your romantic relationship if you feel mentally connected to your partner. So when that lull comes up, it's okay. If, if you feel connected. But if you don't feel connected, you're probably going to have this anxious behavior. Like, you know, I need to say something. Tori and I disagree. Yeah, we think we and need I, to talk. I feel like <laughs> that Tori and her friends um, are right because at the early stages, it isn't just you. You're worried about what they're thinking. And they may be going, oh, wow, this guy ain't got nothing to say. Or, oh, we're not compatible because we're not talking. So it's something to worry about. Yeah, maybe we should do an experiment or something. And if you're not a talker, just call in right now and we can hook you up on a date with a mime and just see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? Being on a date with a mime? No. And I thought the experiment was playing the quiet game. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking at me? I can't. I lose. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was doomed when he said, if you're not a talker, call us and let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Tom is, uh, he, he likes to talk, but Tori has now actually, she's taken the crown away from me, Tom. They drive us crazy, don't they? Yeah, all? they do. You Every know what? The crown morning. is heavy, but I will wear it. I'll be honest. It's so bad that even Thelma's complained to me about the, their conversations. Y'all <laughs> are just jealous that I found someone who likes to talk to me. <laughs> you got one person now and most of the time she's talking to herself and you don't even know it <laughs> what's she talking to me it's the hawk and tom show on b93.7 we may be watching a little too much netflix true crime documentaries mm. and and first of all i think there's some people that need to hear this okay whenever you hear the term reality show the first thing you know is that it's not reality True crime shows, the first thing you should know is it's not true. What? It's someone's spin on the whole thing. Okay. Well, here's the thing, because I, I think, and I think girls are in these shows a lot more than guys. Okay. I could be wrong, but, you know, most girls I know, I'm sitting in there, because my mom watches it all the time, and you'll hear, 
It was a warm summer evening. Everything was going great. That was just a commercial, dude. No, no. Yeah, no. summer's eve. I've heard of that. No, summer evening. Oh, and my the bad. guy, and it's like you know, but she would disappeared, and all of a sudden you know got this crime story going on. They had the perfect marriage. Yeah, that's always how you know it wasn't. Yeah, this guy, the guy with the white hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's got a good voice. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, soothing. Well, apparently he is affecting people <laughs> mm-hmm. because they're starting to sell something online and. It's starting to get a lot of sales. People are putting together a if I go missing binders. <laughs> okay. And these binders are specifically made for you to put your DNA, fingerprints, handwriting samples, and dental records in them in case you go missing. It's the in case I go missing binders. You can get them on uh, the Netflix. I'm not Netflix, but uh, Etsy website and other places like that. Probably even Amazon now. And it'll include things like I mentioned before, plus blood type, medical history, photos of any tattoos, scars or birthmarks and images of themselves with different hairstyles, which is kind of dumb because that might be when you're actually trying to hide. If you change your hairstyle. Yeah, okay. Wow. Hmm. Is this where if they find bodies, they'll know it's yours? I think it's in case they they did, they would be like, oh, so-and-so is missing. Well, now we've got all the info. We found this body, and it matches. Yeah, unless he takes all my teeth out, cuts off my fingernails, <laughs> shaves off my <laughs> oh, tattoo, no. shaves my head. Okay. I don't think it's going to matter after you're already dead what they do. You the rest. me, though. How does this help being at home, though? Because you already have medical records on file. And if it's, I mean, if you go missing in a car and you put your handprint on the car, then okay, it'll be there. But how does it help if it's at home? It just helps the authorities have everything in one spot. Oh, okay. That way, when they go looking for you, they're like, oh, we've got to put together one of these things to find them. And they're like, oh, look, they did it for us. For the <laughs> most part, though, if they found like a body and they couldn't identify, I could identify, I've worked with you guys so long, you know, I could identify Tom with that little dangly mole that he's got on his arm. Simple. But what if I've been <laughs> out there for a while? I, honestly, I look at your hands almost every day. I could identify Freak. your hands <laughs> in a lineup right now. If someone, they had a hand lineup, I could identify your stubby little astronaut hands. Uh, first, that's weird. And second, my hands aren't fair because yeah. my hands are weird looking. Uh, yeah. they're, they're pretty obvious. But if you get a bunch of stubby looking fingers all side by side, you may not be able to tell the difference, you think. I'm going to take a picture of my hands and add it to my kit. <laughs> uh, I guess I am kind of creepy. I'm only Tom's fan. I'm, I'm, that's a new website. <laughs> only Tom's fan. But I don't want to have to be called into identify anybody uh, well you if know they what? said hey we think it's tom Steele," i'm like well call his wife i'm not coming up there <laughs> well then you worked him with him every day you know a lot about more him. than half my life apparently just call hawk you know kato when he wears shorts i can identify his leg over there oh, my tattoo wow. yeah yeah of course i think we're learning a lot about who might make y'all go missing i'm worried a little <laughs> bit about this and i've seen them both with their shirts off before for torture <laughs> tuesdays i could identify tom's nipple in a heartbeat unfortunately so could i <laughs> <laughs> and you know if i do go missing it's okay i'll eventually find my way back. <laughs> Ask any of my friends on the nights I went missing well, out of town. I eventually show back up in the middle of the night or the next morning. I'm like, where have you been? I don't have a clue. I got I, lost walking around. That is kind of weird, though, Cato, because you've had that happen a couple of times. I'm like, and I, I, I call time. I'm like, Tom, where where is Cato? I know. Like, and then you show up the next know. day. <laughs> okay, well, and, and you see movies and these true crime series that people they just go missing. If you're missing, Cato, I'm going to the nearest bar 
<laughs> Found him. There's well, a few I go to these days. Some of the other things people include are passwords for social media and messaging apps, important documents like birth certificates, licenses, and wills, and work details, along with information on current and past relationships, friends, family members, coworkers, future travel, and past addresses, and on and on. Imagine being a friend and finding this at your friend's house, and they've got every meticulous detail about you written down in their journal. I'm calling the cops on them. Uh, the, book, the book's titled "In Case I Get Kidnapped." Yeah, this isn't. Yeah. Gonna, this is you're creating this. And, and yeah. what's so bad about it is we're already doing this all over the place. When are they going to stop? When, when, when are we going to have any privacy? I'm like texting. You get a hold of me whenever you want to. You know, anything you want to know about me, we'll just we'll just look at the algorithm on his Facebook account and his TikToks and all this other stuff. I'm like, we have no privacy, and then now you're going to volunteer. Here, I made this folder for well, you to know a little bit more about me. Only if you go missing. This is my bathroom routine as well. I, I just, just clear my search history if I go missing. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. You're like, before my mom and dad get there, could you please erase all of that? My, my sister knows my hiding spots. Okay, well, they say Amazon and Etsy both have these. They're about $50, which that seems criminal to me. Well, just put them together yourself. I know, but their binders have everything organized. I mean, the only thing is I look at it that you could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I mean, the blue one is pretty. I'm looking on Amazon right now. But how do you get your own dental records? I, I'm not going to put just that. Just ask for them. They'll give them to you. I ain't going to put that goop in my mouth so they can get like no, a. No, no, no. I got a picture. I just got my dental records sent to me the other day. I don't want to see those. I already know too much about you. No, I'm sure. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, Tom got in trouble this week at church with his family because he had some inappropriate laughter. Well, I laughed at some of the words the preacher was saying. Yeah, okay. But how old are you? Really? I mean, okay. I think it's still funny. Okay. And they say certain words, and it's like they sound like dirty words, and that's funny in church. Some of the worst spots where you start laughing, they say, is church. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime you're not supposed to laugh. Funerals. Okay, funerals was mentioned as Especially well. Especially at the part where they say, if anyone objects, speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's a different kind of funeral. I think so. Yeah, that's wedding. And that's also mentioned, though, Tom. Oh. Yeah. Uh, serious meeting at work. You might ha- have an inappropriate giggle there. A doctor's appointment. Sometimes in the hospital. But why do the giggles always strike you when you can't laugh? It's like sweet torture. It's like you know. It's, oh. <laughs> but I love that feeling yeah. it gives you. It's just funny. Everything's funnier when uh-huh. you can't laugh. Especially when you can't laugh and you make eye contact with your friend who's always getting you in trouble, yeah. and it's just so much worse. <laughs> One of the worst times, and Tom, you'll remember this, at that cheerleading competition. Yeah, I don't remember. There's a cheerleading competition going on. I do remember. And it was for some of the, you know... It was one of the was local teams. Yeah. It was a pretty yeah. big deal, and yeah. we got called in to be uh, judges. judges for this. Yeah. So Tom was like the Simon Cow, and then so the, all these great cheerleading, you know, cheerleaders were coming up, and they were you know touching their toes and jumping in the air, and then all of a sudden this one girl came in and she tried to do one of those toe touches like the other girls were doing, missed and- by a mile. <laughs> Didn't even get her feet and hands near each other. Like, you just seen someone do it perfectly. Jump up, kick their legs in the air, touch their toes with their fingers. Then this girl comes out, and it's like, it's like me doing it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a big thud as she lands. I was picturing you doing yeah. it, and, and so all of a sudden you hear the one of the judges start snickering. It was like this. I was like, 
it was you. It was Hawk. And I was suppressing it as best I could. No, I it was not. dead silence, and we all looked over at Hawk. But I, I think because everybody was astonished that, that she you was laughed. so bad. No, that no. she was so bad. No, we were astonished. It was we dead looked silence. at you, not her. But I know it was dead silence. Then I started laughing because no one knew what to say. We didn't have to say anything. Anyway, okay. Dreadful. This poor girl is probably still hates our yeah, show to this day. Still just in therapy. Yeah, yeah there's mm-hmm. things that you can do. I got some techniques coming up. And why is it that, you know, you think about it, so like you see someone fall. Why is that funny? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't find it funny. I find it hilarious. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, I always feel bad for the person. Sometimes, why do you, you, someone's like, I got some bad news. Aunt Sally passed away. And you're like, <laughs> and, and I don't know where it comes from. That's horrible. Anyway, I don't ever have that happen. It's like the mama modern family that she can't. She always has this grin on her face when they're telling her somebody died. Yeah. You're like, are you are you laughing? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They say focus on an object in the room. Take a deep breath, a calming breath, and exhaling slowly can help. Sometimes, if you're sitting there with your, you know, family members laughing at something inappropriate or something that's got your attention, sing a song in your head. You know, you might be at a funeral, you start giggling. It's like, you know, you start singing hokey pokey or something. He put his left leg in. (laughs) He put his left leg out. I don't think that's helping. (laughs) Are are you serious right now? No, I'm just, but I'm serious with sing a song in your head, they say, if you start to laugh inappropriately. I don't trust you for any of this. I'm going to try Baby's Got Back next time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thinking about sad moments will sometimes help you to suppress the laughter. I'm about uh, laughed at a funeral, so no. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're at a funeral trying not to giggle, I don't know that yeah. any other sad moment's going to help. Well, you think about that person, there's a funny story about them or something, and there's someone, you know, Larry, he used to do this, that, and the other, and then you know, y'all, the whole row starts laughing, and you see the person's... Now, I, I do like funerals where you can, they do tell funny stories. Oh, that's good, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm at one of my grandparents' funerals, and I'm crying, and my sister hands me a tissue that she pulled out of her purse and I went to look down and I pulled it open and it just two big old red lip prints <laughs> right there on the napkin she gave me or Kleenex she gave me and I just lost it. I started laughing at that. <laughs> I did. I thought it was funny. Yeah, the yeah. lips right there. Well, you, you, you can also pinch yourself, they say, that sometimes will stop the laughter. Counting backwards from 100 will take your mind off that. That frees you up solid. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Froze up now. Move to a private location is the first thing. If you can do that, you want to move to a private location if you can and do the laughter there. And yeah. choose re- replacement behaviors for laughter, they say. Quickly, if you can, nod, lick your lips, <laughs> exhale slowly. So you're going to uh, laugh and start licking your lips, too? No. That's going to make it worse. You don't do that. Uh-huh. You stop laughing quickly. You replace the laughter. What I said, replace the laughter with a nod, lick your lips, exhale slowly, or click a pen. You weren't controlling the laughter to begin with. I don't see how you're going to stop. If you can stop, you don't need to do any of these things. Yeah, you know what? You need to nod, lick your lips, and exhale slowly all at the same time and click your pen. Then you'd have me laughing at you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Then you just go back and forth. So replacement behaviors. Hmm. I'm going to try that at the next funeral, I guess. You know what? Speaking of funeral, a friend of mine said that they were in line, you know, how they receive friends at the funeral. And uh, they noticed that uh, she said that she thought that her friend was tired of hearing people say, you know, if you need anything, whatever, you know, they'll hug you. And if you need anything, I'm here. And I, they, don't, I don't say that. Okay, you don't say that. No. Well, she walked up to her friend and hugged her and whispered in her ear. She goes, I just farted. <laughs> <laughs> 
And her friend started laughing <laughs> in the receiving line. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it's good to break the ice there. I agree. Or break yeah. the wind, apparently. I guess so. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, Tori, you don't have kids, and if you do decide to have kids, you're headed for an interesting trip. First of all, you're going to have Hawk and I as your children's godparents. Oh my gosh, y'all would do that? <laughs> yeah, but well, we don't really do a good job. <laughs> it's more of an honorary title. <laughs> We're bad at it. Yeah, I mean, some godparents have to step up to the plate, but most of them, you know, like, I dodged that one. <laughs> we've, we've done stuff like offer kids money for bad grades that they took us up on. That's terrible. That was expensive. <laughs> um, we, we've done a lot of things. We've helped out listeners who had kids um, that were having problems with them. Yeah, Cato's a godparent, too. Two, twice. Yeah. And I, I was horrible at it. <laughs> I'm okay. good at it. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm glad yeah. that they're a little older now. So yeah, they, I know. Uh, You're like, whew. <laughs> yeah, whew. Are y'all trying to sell me on the idea or keep me from asking you to be the godparent? Don't ask me. Okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> okay, well... It turns out that's not the only struggle you'll face. Uh, kids' birthday parties have gotten a lot more complex than they used to be. I remember when my son had, I think it was his second or third year birthday party, and we got one of those uh, ABC party rentals or somebody, and they brought in inflatables, and like the whole backyard looked like a county fair. And you know that's like the norm for a lot of people now is to go out and to try to make your kids' party the best party of all of them. I've seen parents do that when they're like two years old. And that was when, twin. And then when they're three, it's, yeah. it's like, how are you going to top hey, that? Top Every it. year you got to top it. So I would say don't even have a first year birthday party. Second year, <laughs> just give them cake. You know, build it up. Yeah, build okay, it. Okay, so Hawk and I were better godparents than Cato was. I'm but, picking up on that. <laughs> um, I got mad at my brother though. He went. He goes all out now with. And his daughter had like a fifteenth birthday party or something, and got her backstage passes to see Taylor Swift and yada yada yada. And of course, my son's like, "Why well, don't I ever go backstage, Dad? You know, I want to meet the the guys from Dude Perfect and." Yeah, right, what well, happened with that? <laughs> He's still wanting to meet those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when it runs in the family, it's tough. Tell him to call his uncle. Yeah. yeah. Your uncle let you down, didn't yeah. he? Well, they did a survey of parents with children between the ages of 3 and 12, and the average kid's birthday party involves 16 guests, 9 presents, and 3 hours of celebration. Okay. Wow. 3 sounds like a lot of time. Uh, two out of the three parents say their kids expect their favorite food. So nine gifts include mine, because if they're already nine there, I'm not bringing one. Yeah, okay, they won't know the you. difference. You just stand <laughs> off in the background. Kid is not a good godparent. <laughs> and you wink and point at them every time they open one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. They also expect to have costumes or uh, characters or clowns and maybe inflatable play sets or laser tag. Okay. Okay. I've done that. We had lightsaber wars and Darth Vader and Boba Fett showed up. So uh, we did do that one. You lost me at the kids expect mm-hmm. that you lost me there. I'm sorry. You don't yeah. expect nothing. You and, well, and that's something with my kids mm. made it very clear to them that you better be gracious or you're not. Yeah, because basically I told them I feed on how you be react to this. If you make me feel good about having gotten it for you, I'll give you more. If you act like you didn't give a crap, I'm not going to do it again. Because I feed off of that reward. <laughs> it's all about... It's about me. You're yeah. darn right it is. I'm wow. paying. 
All right, so here's some tips for you. I'm going to help you out. Now that I beat you down, I'm going to bring you back up with some <laughs> tips on how to make these parties more fun. When you have your kids. Okay. Serve <laughs> alcohol. Well, that's for the adults. <laughs> right. Yeah. Serve alcohol. That's right. I'll get to the kids in a second. I don't know. Sometimes the kids are rowdy. <laughs> okay. I'll get to the kids in a second. It's still all about him. All right. <laughs> Hold it at Hooters. <laughs> Never no. a bad idea. Or no. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is fine. Oh, um, have a separate TV room with a game on okay, for the dads help. to gather. That helps. Yeah, that's uh, they say invite a clown, but make it the one from the show It that makes kids cry. <laughs> <Are you laughs> <kidding me? laughs> that would be funny. That would be. Good. I want to see that video. I'd go to that party. <laughs> Let Snoop Dogg make the brownies. Oh, good. That'd be fun. Okay, here's one for the kids. Fill the pinata with Percocet. <laughs> That'll calm things down a little bit. Uh, and finally, I say, don't invite kids. <laughs> That'll make it better. That's why you make a kids' party fun, huh? Yeah, so I just wanted to help out with some tips there for the parents. You are such a great parent, man. Thanks for those tips. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.